Welcome to the Soap Bubbles podcast. I am your host, Cindy Brock. Life is short. It's a vapor. It appears for a little while and then it vanishes away. Um, Soap bubbles are the same way. They're there. They're beautiful. And then they're gone. And um, I like to look at my life as like the soap bubble that's it's there and then it's gone. Now, it's not gone forever because I'm actually going to live somewhere forever. And because I've accepted Christ as my savior, I get to be with him for the rest forever. (laughs) So that was my, that's my soap bubbles. That's the reason I name it soap bubbles because it is short and I want this life to count for Christ. So today I am at my home. I recorded in my son's office the last time we're still working on um, wanting to record some in there. I noticed that my last podcast had this I want to say ocean sound behind the entire podcast for that. I am sorry. We're still working on um, sound. So I'll probably still do some more in there because when I'm at home, the dog is going to, you know, like wants to go in and out and barks and there's just distractions sometimes when I'm at the house. So, but today I'm at my home. So I want to talk to you today about parenting and that parenting is work. On my last podcast, I talked about vacations and in the air, I had mentioned that, you know, when you have children, it is work. So even when you're on vacation, there is work that goes along with that because you have children. And um, so parenting is work and we there's no room for us to be lazy in this job that God has given us. And so I'm going to give you five little, hopefully little helps to you in your job that God has given you of parenting. God has given us this gift of a child, and they are a gift from God, and they actually belong to God. They aren't actually ours. He's letting us take care of them, be the caregiver, and he's wanting us to train them. And so my first point is, if God has given given them to us, we need to be praying. We need to be praying parents. We need to thank the Lord for this gift of this child. And then we need to ask God for wisdom on how to care for the gift he's given us. We have the power of Christ living in us, and he wants us to go to him for help. And I'm telling you, without God, I could not do this thing called parent parenting <laughs> because I need God's help. Now, my children are grown, um, but I still have the job of prayer, praying for our children, praying for wisdom, praying for their salvation. You have got to be praying, parents. You've got to pray and ask God for help. He will give you the help you need if we simply ask. I don't know how many times I would be in the middle of a situation with one of my children or all my children, and I'd have to step aside, go to my room, and ask God for wisdom because I I didn't know how to handle the situation. And when I would stop and do that, I was amazed at how many times God would remind me of a verse or or, um, give me wisdom. Um, And of course, in doing this, you need to be spending time in God's word because you also need to know what God says about things. (laughs) So you need to know your scripture, um, which could be a whole nother point because you need to spend time in God's word. Um, So that's point number one, be a prayerful parent. Two, be a consistent parent. This is so hard to be consistent 
but you have to be consistent. And that is work. It is work to be consistent. When your child's doing something and you're tired, but you have asked them not to do this, this is no time to be lazy. This is no time to put it off. You have to deal with it. You have to be consistent. You have to deal with it. If it's a rule, you have to take care of it. You can't just let it go. You can't just be like, I'm too tired today. I will deal with it another day. You have to deal with it. You have to be consistent. If it's a rule, you've got to stick with your same rules. Children will see the inconsistencies. You must be a consistent parent. Three, you need to be an investigative parent. Yes, you need to be an investigator. This starts when they're little. I I highly recommend you going on dates with your husband um, or your, you know, your spouse. I highly recommend even going away for a few days. I highly, highly recommend that. However, if you choose to do that, which I highly recommend, you need to come home and you need to ask the babysitter or the caregiver, did my child obey? Were there any problems? If your children go to school, make sure you're paying attention to what the teachers are saying. You're not just shrugging it off. If your children go to daycare, ask your preschool worker or your daycare, how are my children doing? Are they obeying you? Are you having trouble? Figure it out. Find out when they get into junior high and high school. Pay attention to who their friends are. Investigate what they're learning and studying and um, definitely what's going on on the social media end. But you must be an investigative parent. You've got to know what is going on. The reason I recommend dates is I think it's 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 good to get away from your children for a little while, get a little refresh, spend time with your spouse. Um, and I think that's great. I think you need that. I think that that helps you as a parent to come back into it, you know, because you're, you're kind of letting it go for a little while. But when you come back, you need to know, you need to know what went on when you were gone. You need to investigate that. So I don't know if I'll tarry on that point anymore. I could get off on a big rabbit trail on this, but I, I do strongly believe that you need to investigate your children and figure out what's going on. If you have a quiet child, make sure you kind of, I know quiet children are sometimes difficult because you're not sure what's going on in their brain, but take the time to figure it out. So this is the work of being a parent. You've got to be an investigator. Four, be an organized parent. I could probably get off on a long trail on this one. I'll try not to be too long, but there is no room for laziness. There is no room for you to have your home a disaster. Social media right now, when I watch Facebook or Instagram and I and I look at what's going on, it seems like the messier your home is, the messier your children are, that it's this badge of honor. It is not a badge of honor. We represent Christ. Christ gave us these children that he wants us to take care of. And they're precious. And he can give us the wisdom if we ask him to give us the wisdom. But we've got to ask him for the help. We can't go around being like, yeah, this was, you know, my house is a mess. I've been PJs for three days. Yeah. What? Non-Christian, I mean, if I was a non-Christian, I wouldn't want what you have. Because 
what you what you've got going there is you're not showing us that Christ can help you with this precious child and this house that he's given you. You're showing a person who um, has no control over what's going on in your home or what's going on in your children's lives and that there's no help for it. There is help. We have help in Christ. If you are a Christian, my friend, you have the Holy Spirit to help you with this big job and it is a big job. So get your house in order. Do your best. I'm not saying be fake. I know life is messy and I understand that and I'm not telling you to be fakey, but I am telling you that you have the Holy Spirit living inside of you and he can give you the help you need to raise these children and keep this house together. And I'm saddened when I see this on social media. Yes, I'm on a rabbit trail because this is really this is really sad sad to me that we aren't relying on God and we aren't trying to improve. I know that there's times in our life when things get really, really messy. And those are the times that we need to step back and um, check on how many yeses we've had, which another podcast I'm sure I'm going to do is the yeses and no in your life, um, what you say yes to, what you say no to. But there are times in life when when things are hard and it's hard to pull ourselves together. And that's when you really need to step back and ask the Lord, give me wisdom on what I should say yes to and what I should say no to. Um, This hit hard for us somewhere at the time when Bodhi was nine months old, Cheyenne was two, Sierra was four, and Hannah was five. And I really was having a hard time pulling it together. I mean, I was crying a lot and I and I could not pull it together. I could not get the house together. I could not pull it together. And my husband and I stepped back and we're like, we can't live like this when we're <laughs> when we're just falling apart. And so um I babysat the staff children for part time and we stepped out of my job for about eight weeks. And um we looked at it and said, you know, is this something I can do that I could work part-time and have four children? And I took the eight weeks and I really got rested up and re reorganized. And after prayer, we I was able to pull it together and I was able to go back to work, which I enjoyed my work. I enjoyed watching the staff children. I loved, I love um, babysitting. And, um, but I needed a time to refresh and pull it, <laughs> pull it together all through life, you kind of go through these things. It's the same with if you're continually late to an event, reevaluate your time, reevaluate your schedule. Don't just continually be late to an event and say, well, I've got four kids, I'm going to continue to be late to event. No, reorganize everything. That's the part of parenting that's difficult too. So that's a whole nother thing. If you're if you're always late to something, step back, reorganize. You may have to start saying no to a few things. So when we were ra- when I was in the thick of raising children, I actually had to say no to certain things because I couldn't say yes to everything. I couldn't do everything. Now, sometimes this did not make people happy because they'd be like, well, she just says no to everything. No, when I say yes, I mean it. Like if I'm going to do something, I'm going to follow through. If I felt like I couldn't have the four children and follow through with a certain thing, then I would have to say no because I really had high priority that raising my children was highest on my list at that point. So that's, um, that's my little, (laughs) that was my preachy preachy for today. Um, So that was point number four. Now, point number five, 
be a prayerful parent, which brings us to point number one and point number five. It's the same. Be a prayerful parent. Pray for your children. Pray for their salvation. Pray that God works in their life. Pray that he keeps them safe and he protects them and he protects them from the world. Pray for wisdom. Ask for wisdom. Um, This you will do until your dying day or until God takes you home. Like if Christ comes back before I die, I need to be praying for my children. They are adults. I'm in no longer control of what they do or what they say or, you know, any of their choices they make. But I know that God is still there and I know that God loves them way more than I do. And I know that if I pray for them, God will continue to work in their life. That is the work of a parent. You have to pray. You pray at the beginning and you pray till your dying day. So those are my things. Pray for wisdom. Thank God for the gift. Pray for their salvation. Be consistent. Be a consistent parent. Be an investigative parent. Be an organized parent. And pray until your dying day. (laughs) I can't emphasize that enough. I'm sure there's more I could say about parenting. And I'm sure if you listen to any more of my podcast, you will probably hear some more um, things on parenting. I believe strongly that this is the next generation. We We are wanting to train children who love the Lord, who grow up to love the Lord, who grow up to want to serve God, who want to witness, who want to see salvations in other people. We have a huge responsibility and there is no room for laziness in parenting. So that is all I have to say for today. That was my preachy preachy. Um, Thank you for tuning in. And until the next time, may your soap bubble count for Christ. Mm -hmm.